Hello and welcome to this super special episode of the Trinity Ability Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Harry O'Brien. So in this very special episode, which is the first of a four-part series, I'll be talking with members of the Ability Co-op and actors and directors, all of whom were a part of a short film which the Trinity Ability Co-op has produced to try to show what life is like on campus for students with different disabilities. So a bit of background about us. The Trinity Ability Co-op is a cooperative movement led by students with disabilities toward radical inclusion on Trinity campus. This podcast series and short film were made possible by the Trinity Equality Fund. The Equality Fund is a little fund you probably don't know about. It's specially designed to facilitate innovative and creative equality projects such as this by staff and students across our university. Our project theme was Inclusive Trinity, showing how Trinity fosters an inclusive environment and experience for all members of the Trinity community. So in this episode, I sit down with Mary Geraghty and Courtney McGrath, both of whom are members of the Ability Co-op, and they're really the two, kind of a dynamic duo, and they really drove on this project, and without them, none of this would have been possible. So I recorded the two interviews separately, and I kind of stitched them together to help tell the story of how the short film came to fruition. So without further ado, we'll open up with Mary Geraghty. So the idea for the the short film came from the founder of the Trinity Ability Co-op, Courtney McGrath, and I suppose it evolved through discussions with members of the co-op, and then it evolved even more when the actual film was being made. And then I suppose fundamentally the vision was to create a short um, film that would be a narrative story and a visual representation of what it's like to be a student with a disability. And I suppose the the barriers this invokes in student life and the ways in which I suppose Trinity can respond to these challenges and become more accessible and exclusive to, to students with disabilities. So I think we really wanted to make a film that would raise awareness of the educational obstacles students with disabilities experience and we want to do this through personal narrative stories and using powerful language and visual kind of imagery to engage an audience you know like to look at the unique strengths that students with disabilities have and you know and we wanted this to create impact and for people to kind of be able to step inside the shoes of a student with what it's like to be a student with disability and just really to highlight solutions, I suppose, as well for Trinity. We wanted it to, you know, just be an educational film, but also to raise awareness around the strengths of students with disabilities, but also the solutions to some of the barriers and obstacles they face. So we wanted to find a way to raise awareness of the student stories of students with disabilities and their experience in third level education so when there we saw social media posts on the trinity equality fund and we thought that would be a great idea to apply for that and to have an awareness campaign in the form of podcasts and then a short film so for application we applied to do a short film and our main aim was to raise awareness so this would have been in the form of interviewing students and showing clips of what it's like for them as students and most we wanted to focus on invisible disabilities as this is something that sometimes can't be shown can't be showed visually and a lot of students actually in Trinity do have invisible disabilities so we wanted to 
to show what that's like and just uh, give them the opportunity to share their story. So the movie is about um, invisible disabilities, is it? Yeah, so the three cast members, Scott, Colette and Jessica, they all have invisible disabilities and I have an invisible disability myself. I've had the opportunities before to to be interviewed and stuff like that. So it really shows that I think that there, there really isn't more of a, a need to raise awareness on invisible disabilities because that can be, because people can assume that students don't have disabilities unless they can actually see it. So yeah, it's based on invisible disabilities. But what even made us think of making a movie in the first place? Well, one of our founding members, Courtney McGrath, she found the Equality Fund and she brought it to the group and basically said, look, let's think of things we could do if we got the fund. And out of that came two ideas. First was a training program for societies that had to be more inclusive in Trinity. And the second was this short film. So I found out about the Equality Fund. So uh, I was in my final year in Trinity. So every year I have seen the Equality Fund come about. But it wasn't until I was with the co-op and we were coming up with ideas that we thought, you know, might as well apply for it. You know, we'd be in with a good shot. And, and considering we were already making awareness uh, campaigns and videos already on different disability types, we thought this would be a great opportunity to actually get a proper um, filmmaker in to, and f- film equipment in to, um, to make videos on the uh, short film on this. We had kind of created some videos online and we had like some presence on our social media platforms, but I think we were looking at ways in which we could, I suppose, um, I suppose have a wider reach and maybe do something that was a little bit more detailed and a little bit more maybe professional. So I think Courtney had the idea. So we thought that that would be a good way. We applied for the quality fund and we were successful in our application. It would give us the the funds, I suppose, the means in which we could make the short film. Um, And then that just started the process really of the application. Then we decided as to call the cope together decided to complete the application and you know various I was responsible for I suppose completion of it and making sure it got submitted on time but many people in the co-op um, helped with various different parts. When we were filling out the application I think I remember and you took the lead on that um, mm. so we applied for it and then they came back to us and they were like look we can't approve this but this is exactly what we want. This is, uh, like they kind of helped us fix our application so they could approve it and like it kind of makes you you know because <clears throat> i definitely would have been like without corny i would never have considered applying for this grant and i would have thinking like oh maybe we won't get it you know we've never applied for a grant it could be really hard and we would probably won't get it but they actually wanted us to get it yeah we were applying for it, which was the yeah, that's crazy thing yeah like no, like they like we had to do the budget and we had to like source professionals and get like estimates for you know how much it would cost to actually make it. So it like it was a real learning experience for me and I was quite like you know just I hadn't done anything like that before and like you were saying you know you think oh you know I suppose we hoped we would get it but we were all quite you know thinking will we won't we but they really wanted us to have the grant you know and we did um, more successful in the application and I remember we were all really really delighted about it you know because I think it was our first um, grant that we'd been awarded. And then I remember when we were in the meeting and I think it was Mary and yourself took the lead with actually applying and fill out the application form. I remember looking over like we have to go through like our costing and all that but 
we kind of pulled it out of thin air, you know, like how much everything's going to cost. We were kind of guessing and like they kind of wanted us to succeed, didn't they? The equality fund. Yeah, definitely. Like we, it definitely, as you said, probably was in thin air. It was probably our, it was our first um, application that we applied for in the co-op. So we did kind of, we, we tried our best to find a proper um, estimate for the uh, filmmaker and how it would be for the podcast and stuff like that. But yeah, no, the Equality Fund and the Disability Service did kind of guide us in the right direction and what to do in regarding funding. So once we got the funding, we'd secure the bag, so to speak. It was time for us, a team of full-time students, volunteering with the Ability Co-op on the side to make a full-on bloody short film, which, believe it or not, isn't that easy. And a little global pandemic certainly didn't help. But because of COVID and restrictions, we also knew that we were limited because we knew that we had to film on campus. That was part of like a vision for us was using a lot of visuals from the campus, like Trinity campus, that we were kind of, um, I suppose, the COVID restrictions and the way the pandemic was going really delayed the timeline for starting concrete planning for the actual short film. So that would come up at different meetings and we were like, it was always there, kind of, we wanted to plan for it. But until those restrictions are lifted, because a lot of the, I suppose, the planning and once it got started, we would need to meet face to face with students to record and film and we need to be on camp we would need to be on campus. So it did COVID did kind of delay our planning and actual the film coming to fruition. Then when we were actually making the movie, how how did that go? How did we like actually like make a movie? Yeah, walk me through that actually like once we got the funding, how we actually made the movie. So we used the disability services and um, you know for them to contact people that were registered, students that were registered with the disability services, tell them about the, the actual short film and the project and ask them what they like to be involved in various different ways. It wasn't just, you know, for um, people to share their stories. Like there was various different ways because we wanted to be as inclusive as we could to different students' strengths and abilities. So it was like creative um, people that, you know, wanted to be involved in the creative process, people that wanted to do research or maybe students that wanted to, you know, t actually tell their stories on film. So we sent out an email and then we had an information session on the actual short film to explain to them what it was about, who was funding it, like the Equality Fund was funding it, and then, you know, who the Trinity Ability Code was and then what the short film we wanted, what the vision for the short film was about. And from that session, then we had volunteers who you know, put themselves forward to be part of the short film. And we had three students that wanted to tell their stories. So it was kind of organic and we allowed it to be something because it's quite a vulnerable thing to do, to share your experience of your disability on films. In terms of making the film, as soon as summer came around, we started planning as soon as possible because near around that time, that's when the restriction, COVID restrictions was lifted. So we had to really get there quickly to make sure that we were able to film on campus. So from then to actually make the film, we had to basically do a call out for students who wanted to get involved. We did that through the disability service email. So people could, if they wanted to apply, even if it's just for volunteering on the day or they wanted to actually be featuring in the short film, they could apply through the Microsoft form and tender information session to find out a bit more about the project and how they can how they can help yeah, I think oh, that was probably the best process to do that and from that then we got we have 
we ended up with three really diverse, three students with really diverse experiences of what it's like to be a student with a disability and three really diverse ways of looking at disability. And I, like, you know, it became much more than what I even thought it would be. You know, it was really, really, it really shows the complexity of um, disability and what that means to the individual and also how people look at disability, you know. So for me, it was a real learning process. And I've learned so much about um, just my own language around disability and how I use it. And I would have thought like a lot of it was down to me, like the challenges I face. But from speaking to the other students that were involved in the film, like, you know, I've learned a lot about like how disability people can become disabled because of the environment they're actually in and how this has a huge impact on their ability to reach their full potential. And I suppose when we look at Trinity, although we've made steps to be inclusive of students with disability, there is a lot in the environment that still creates barriers and obstacles for those students. So I think this really looks at the complexity of that as well, which I thought was quite interesting for me, even as somebody that was leading the project and has two disabilities. It was a very, it was a very, um, a very, very quick process. I say, like Mary was very on the ball with doing stuff. Like we had also uh, a student, Gary Jordan, who was our like creative director, and oh, he was absolutely brilliant. He just knew with um when we were filming on the day, like just what scenes look really good visually, and like how to like best you know depict what it's like for students with disabilities and. I think that's even something that was, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do like without, you know, proper funding. We wouldn't have had basically our filmmaker also had like a drone and stuff like that. So it was just really great to we wouldn't have been able to have a creative director, project lead or filmmaker if it wasn't for the fund as well. So I would probably say in terms of filming on on uh, campus, like we had no like it was one of them things where it definitely there could have definitely been an issue but thankfully you know uh we were there at the right time like so basically because obviously with covid restrictions um security is very um tight on campus so uh we had to make sure that we had you know we've sent the emails to um states and facilities and got permission to film stuff like that but we had wanted to interview in an in a lecture hall and originally myself and Mary were probably a little bit too laid back and we were like oh I'll be grand like we'll be able to get in there no problem but uh, the day before we had realized that you can't like all the rooms are locked you can't just go in and interview but thankfully like we ran into one of the disability service staff um the day before and he got us permission even when you'll see the short film like you'll realize how much it actually makes the short film like how nice it looks actually in the lecture hall and if we didn't have that I don't know where we would have been doing the interviews so um that definitely was uh we were very lucky in that sense and also I think we were filming a week before the arts block was to be closed for um they were they're doing something with the electricity so we actually got very lucky in that sense because we would have been not able to film on campus at all if that was the case and right now we're still in just the editing stages of the film so and then we have this uh the podcast and then they'll they'll be moving on to promotion harry to be honest it was really like as i said it delayed initially it delayed um the timeline for when we wanted to do it so that was one way in which it impacted but also filming um even when we were given access to the campus like we were restricted in certain areas we could film it also 
you know, people that were actually coming onto campus, even me as a student um, of the college, you know, I had to have um, written permission from the disability services to actually enter the campus. So anybody that was entering the campus had to have that written permission. We had to, you know, have permission to record in every building we wanted to record in and film in. So, and we also had to be mindful, I suppose, of COVID guidelines like mask wearing and social distancing and all those things. So it was another element of the, the filming process that we had to take into account every stage, I suppose. But like, you know, it's it's done now. So we're delighted. Like we think it's really going to be, you know, a great benefit to students and staff and to everybody in the Trinity community. It's not completely done, but like all the filming is done and, you know, it's it's on its way now. We can, it feels like it's really tangible now, like it's actually going to happen, like we're going to start promoting and we're going to release it. And just for the new academic year and for, you know, I suppose students um, with disabilities starting to join our college community. And I think it will be a good informational video for them and also for them staff and just all students, I suppose. What impact do you hope that? this movie is going to have? Yeah, so the impact we hope that this uh, movie is going to have is just to show that, you know, there isn't one way that people experience disabilities. The way that I experience my disability is going to be different to how uh, yourself, Harry, experienced your disability. So it's um it's showing how, you know, it's three very different stories. They all have invisible disabilities, all from different walks of life as well and just showing that you know just because one person thinks would prefer being called a person with disability or some one person prefers being called disabled doesn't mean that there's a right way and there's a wrong way and I think it just shows that you know a lot more people should be more educated on you know the experience of uh, people with disabilities and how to be more inclusive to them and yeah that you know just because you can't see a disability doesn't mean it's not there. So I think that's the impact that we want to have with the short film. Is there anything you'd like people to know before watching the movie? I would like them to just know that it's important to watch. You know, it's important, I think, to for awareness, to understand um, what it's like to be a student with a disability. And I think this this film is a really, really good way to, if you're curious, if you're a student with a disability and you're curious how other students experience it, it's a good, it's a, it's a good film to watch. If you're a staff member or you're in education, it's a good film to watch. Or also if you're just maybe a person that is in college or a student that's in college or maybe a family member has a disability. How can people like help and support people with disabilities and, you know, become allies? Yeah, so that's a really good question because it's just like even though we can put as much awareness campaigns out there, like it mightn't be people with without disabilities might think this isn't for me. I don't have a disability. I don't need to know about this. But really, it is for that. Like we all need to be educated and we all do need to be more aware about what we should do. But I think it's the most important thing. So I always say is like even if it's you say you make one mistake. And somebody corrects you on that and you move on forward with it. Like, I think that's better than not trying at all. So even if it's the, you know, if you're at an event and they don't have uh, captions and somebody says, say it's your event and you don't have 
closed captions and then somebody with hearing loss or needs a caption says hey could you put on a closed captions all you have to be is like yes okay and then you know for the future to do that so it's just even like them small them small steps and being uh open to being inclusive i think that's the that's the main thing and then we also in the lily co-op have um a lot of resources for people to to learn more about stuff and also you can always look at the trinity disability service website to learn more and and you can always just google stuff as well no harm doing that yeah yeah definitely so it's kind of like it's just particularly important for people who are in leadership positions to um be conscious of the fact that people have invisible disabilities um, yeah yeah um, the last point and it kind, of, it kind of ties in to that last question is um what do you hope that people know about the movie uh, before going in to watch it yeah so i kind of already kind of touched on it it's just the fact that just because you know say you watch this film doesn't mean that you this completely outlines every single aspect of what it's like to have a disability or this is exactly what um everybody's experience with disability is because that's not the case it just is showing it's just three students and three very different stories so I think that um when people watch this like I hope they they realize that you know even if they right now think that they might know someone with a disability there's so many people with them invisible disabilities i think it's i think they've seen the stats like one out one out of seven people that have in ireland could have invisible disability i'm not sure but um that's still a lot so i think it's just um to be mindful that you know what you say and you know how you can make a conscious effort to be more inclusive so that's the end of episode one hope you enjoyed it if you did enjoy it please be sure to check out episode two where I sit down with Colette, a breast cancer survivor and one of the Trinity students starring in the short film. And please be sure to check out the short film. It'll be released on September 3rd and will be released on all of the Ability Co-op social medias. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever.